I'm just doing my part by being lazy at home. That's <laughs> that's all I can really say. So Good for you, man. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> you're a martyr for the cause. <laughs> what we do here is go back, 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 back. here on the 19th of August. Uh, it's just about to go four o'clock in the afternoon and we're coming to you from level four. Uh, yeah, inside, very much inside. Couldn't be more inside than uh, than we are currently, but but yeah, let's get it over with. Our, um, our first, well, first double level four recording since, I don't know, some been, point last year. It's been 460 something days since we've been in level four. Did we start recording last year in level four? No, we started after, I believe. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it came to us during level four and the prospect of us wanting to do something. But I don't think we actually started recording until level three-ish, I think. I don't think we actually started in level four. Well, I'm pretty sure we started in May, didn't we? Yeah. And lockdown was sort of April, at least level four. Yeah, Ma- yeah, yeah Ma- Ma- it started March, April. I remember we went into level three on my birthday. So oh. if we started in May, then we would have been in level three, potentially level two when we started. Right. Well, in that case, rewind the tape. We're, uh, we're, we're <laughs> this is our first waters. level four. Level four recordings. And I guess that's sort of appropriate in the in the sense that that was sort of the, the whole reason for the starting up. And here we are, what, some... Almost 18, well, not 18 months, somewhere between 12 and 18 months. I won't do the maths uh, <laughs> later in, and we're back into it. But yeah. we'll, we'll cover off all that before before we get into current events, how I was, that sort of thing. Let's let's jump straight back into roulette. Yes. It is week. Well, actually, we, we have to. We, yeah. We, we fluffed we it slightly confess. last week. Last <laughs> week, I said, based off my maths, that it was week 15. Um, it was actually week 16 because I had forgotten about the week where I was last in Auckland. I should also say, obviously, I'm not in Auckland with Matt You're today. not in Auckland, was yeah. Be. That didn't happen. Um, no, I'm very much in Wellington. Yeah, we, we missed out a week of Brulette because we had labelled the episode uh, something completely different. So last week was meant to be week 16, which means this is actually week 17 of Oof. Brulette. Uh, if, if you're new to the show, go back and listen to any of sort of the last however many episodes to get a taste but basically the long and the short brulette matt and i attempt to well we do go out and buy a beer um in the hope that we will somehow fortuitously select the same craft beer must be an aluminium can no bottles allowed uh and in the hope that eventually one day we will buy the same beer uh week 17 uh here we go man Let, here we go let's, let's do it and then i have a, a small small story to share but let's see May, nice. maybe the the lockdown juju will will put something in, in the waters as it were but let's okay. get into it on the count of three uh let's both say what kind of beer we'll be drinking today one two three hazy ipa, IPA. Uh, i chucked the hazy in front of it <laughs> Mine is not a hazy. Just a straight up uh, IPA. Just a straight up IPA. Why don't you tell me what you're drinking and then I'll, I'll tell you my little story. 
Lovely. Uh, I am drinking um, a lovely little, actually, uh, I, I had a beer in the fridge uh, ready to go, um, but someone went for a little walk this morning down to the supermarket, and uh, Morgan actually brought me home another beer that she mm. thought I could use for brulette, and because um, she, she is a fan, so she knows what's going on. Um, and she got me Garage Project uh, Party and Bullshit, which is a 440 can. James may have seen it before. Um, oh, but yeah. yeah. yeah I've party, stared party at it before. Bullshit. I yeah. thought for a second maybe we've done it before, but no. No. Some of Garage Project's artwork is quite similar in that there's like lots of colour on the can. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, I've, not, I've not had it. Yeah. Uh, I haven't had this one before either. So, yep, Hazy IPA, Garage Project, Party and Bullshit. Lovely. Uh, now, my... Well, it's not really a story. It's more of a confession. Uh, <laughs> I have broken the rules, not of lockdown, but I've broken no. it slightly <laughs> in the sense that the beer that I bought today, I didn't buy as a single. Ah, uh, uh, yes, it one was, of those ones. It was yep. gifted to me as a pack of six, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure you can buy them as singles. Yeah. Uh, it's certainly fitting within the realms of sort of beer that we try. And with the complications obviously ongoing at the moment, I thought for at least this week I would give myself a pass. So no, today enough. I am drinking the Parrot Dog IPA Bitter Bitch. Ah, good old Bitter Bitch. Yeah, nice. which I don't think is that common to see individually in supermarkets, but I'm no. fairly sure you can buy them. Uh and maybe not, but in any case, that is what I'm <laughs> that is what I'm drinking today and we'll nah, overlook the grey area because of what's going on in the world. No, nah, I'll uh, take it. Yeah. Crack them open. Crack them open. Oh, scary stuff in the new nice. location. I should say as well, I'm recording from somewhere uh, other than what I would normally do. So if audio is different today, just accept it. Cheers to you, man. Cheers. I should also say I'm um, drinking uh, the the new sort of, I think it's the 10-year celebration can of the Better Bitch. Have you seen I, these? I, no. To be honest, when you showed me the can, I was like, I haven't seen that green before. Yeah. Uh, Better Bitch, yes. But no, I haven't seen the full yeah. green. They've been doing sort of celebrate, because I think it's the 10-year anniversary of Parrot Dog, either like upcoming or, or recently. But yeah, they've been brewing brewing for 10 years. And wow. so they did some sort of interesting green sip. Anyway, first impressions are, I love the Better Bitch. Mm. I've always loved it. It's yep. always up there for me. Yep. Uh, it will be interesting to see at the end of this how this stacks up against all the beers that I've had on the show in the past, most of which I'd never had before. I think mm. there's been a few that I've had before and then tried on the show. Um, but that's that's part of why I thought I'd trick myself to this bit of bitch today because, you know, we're <laughs> in lockdown and I know that I really like this beer. Nice. Uh, yeah, look, I... Um I've had one sip and I really want to keep drinking it because it's really nice. This is really nice. Um, hazy notes are coming through real strong. Um, yeah, it's kind of at the back of the cans. It says uh, mango and tropical fruit. And yeah, getting that straight away, which is what you want with your, your hazies, mm. your cloudy beers. Mm. Um, I'm going to enjoy this very much. I think this is going to be high scoring straight away. Ooh. Ooh. We could be up for another high total week. Um, Good while choice. you're sipping and thinking about mango, tell me how you've been, man. Obviously, uh, last Thursday we called. Uh, there was excitement for me to come up this weekend. Uh, well, not even this weekend, today on, today, on Thursday. Yeah. Uh, obviously, it didn't happen. Things have changed. Uh, were you surprised? Were you kind of just, you're like, this, is gonna, this was always going to happen at some point? 
I mean, what's your reaction? I mean, obviously you're not you're not working in the same way that you have been, so it affects you yep. differently than it was in the past. Just true. Talk to me, your initial reactions, how you found the last few days, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, look, I mean, straight up, the first you know question to answer: well, Did I think it was going to happen again? Yes, of course. Of course, I thought it was going to happen again. It's just the current climate, and Australia can tell us that that unfortunately, what can happen. Um, and yeah, that's that's why um, our government responded the way that they did, with one single case um, out there in the community. We were like, "Yep, no, we have to go back into lockdown and straight into level four as well." So, they had said that for the past few weeks that that was likely going to happen because of what was happening over in Australia um, and the rest of the world, to be honest. Um, so yeah, I wasn't surprised that it, that happened. Um, Uh, It got me a little bit with the whole like three days for the whole country, seven days for Auckland and Coromandel, which makes sense, obviously. Um, But yeah, I mean, look, the big thing that kind of got me was the fact that, yeah, you you were you were coming up. We we were we were looking really forward to this weekend um, and today and all of this. So, yeah, that was a really big bummer for sure. Um, And yeah, you know, kind of me and Morgan had to make the big decision on whether we were going to. Um, go into this lockdown together or not you know as a newly formed uh, relationship and partners uh, going into lockdown is is not the easiest of things for everyone so we had a talk and we had kind of talked about it a few weeks ago actually on what what would we do if it came along and yeah we decided that uh, I think we we would enjoy each other's company um, a lot more than rather just you know me being by myself and kind of yeah longing (laughs) i guess um so yeah it it is really nice to have morgan here in my small space but um we are making the most of it and and giving ourselves that alone time when we need it as well so managing that um but yeah man i think yeah not not surprised that it happened um but now just coming to the terms with the fact that yeah we're here again um i was actually meant to work yesterday um so I don't know if I'm going to get paid for that or not because that's not because I you know I shouldn't get paid for it it's just the technical side of things anyway I was meant to work yesterday I didn't um and yeah I, I guess it's weird because I know that like you know for me I'm on a casual contract with my work mm. um so I'm not entirely sure if I am guaranteed because I'm not I don't I'm not guaranteed hours every week yeah so I'm actually really unsure with me and when it comes to that and a subsidy or if I am getting anything um but in saying that if I if I'm not getting anything I am okay um so so I'm not really worried about that too much that other people might be that are are living week to week on their income you know so I haven't really got that in the back of my mind um but yeah I think it's just (laughs) here we are you know as as unfortunate as it is but you know I, I think you we we've learned from past lockdowns i think you know all as individuals what we do need and what we you know don't need in our spaces when it comes to lockdown and i think the big thing that i just want to say straight away and it's it's something that i feel as well is that it's okay to feel lazy and unmotivated at home you know because it's it's just one of those situations so it's okay to feel like uh, yeah, unmotivated to do anything or, or lazy because it's the time where we can't kind of can take a rest because the rest of it is out of our hands. You know, the only thing that we can do as a lockdown is make sure that if we go out into the public or go to the supermarket, we're wearing our masks, we're scanning in, we're cleaning our hands, 
that's all we can do. Otherwise, we just stay at home. And that's the best thing we can do is, as, as we've said before, staying home saves lives. So that's always what I try and focus on when it comes to stuff like this. So I'm just doing my part by being lazy at home. That's <laughs> that's all I can really say. So Good for you, man. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> you're a martyr for the cause. <laughs> but I am good. Honestly, one of the really nice things is Morgan is obvi- is not obviously Morgan is a barber, um, so she cut my hair today. Nice, and that was honestly so nice. So I'm sitting here in lockdown with a fresh cut. Um, we just did it on my balcony, which was so surreal. It's my first house cut ever, or home cut, I should say. And it was just so nice looking out into my little park. You can see people going out there for their lockdown cigarettes. And uh, I'm just up there getting a getting a haircut. So feeling very fresh, which is just a nice kind of uh, self-care, you know, kind of thing. So very thankful for Morgan uh, being here and uh, having the perks of that on my side. So Nice. Yeah. I, 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 I'm trying to be very positive um, about the whole thing because, I mean, yeah, we've we've been in lockdowns before where it's been so much harder so it's nice having this lockdown and being able to look at it um a little bit more positively with just the things around me and happening in my life which is which is good nice i mean on the on the whole you sound pretty positive which is you know all we can all we can hope for and well obviously only a few days into it we'll see how we feel (laughs) this week and the week after (laughs) and and the week after um (laughs) it's funny what you say about the you know having a house cut because I got my hair cut on Saturday at the mental health event that I'd yep. mentioned, um, which I might quickly talk about actually yeah, before yeah, I get yeah. into things. Cause to be honest, otherwise I'll forget. True. Uh, yeah, that event was really, really successful. Um, I think there were at least sort of 40 barbers that turned up. I think they raised at least wow. a couple of thousand dollars for the wow. mental health foundation. Uh, I assembled a motley crew of, of, uh, people, to help me out on the old barbecue. Uh, oh, Chris yeah, I saw and, the sausage sizzle. And Cam and Mikey helped me out, which was so much fun, man. We cool. just sort of turned up and were like, where's all the stuff? And Ossie, the, the barber that had organized it, was like, here's your bread, here's your sausages, there's the barbecue. And we kind of just had to make the system up ourselves. You know, it hadn't been organized, so we just were like, oh, well, put the barbecue here and table here and <laughs> do we pre-butter the bread or do we not pre-butter it? And Ooh. It was honestly a really, really good time. I'd definitely do it again, especially Sick. on a Saturday afternoon. Yeah, we were saying amongst yeah. ourselves that unless you play sport on a Saturday or you work on a Saturday, that sort of Saturday afternoon period is sort of often not that busy. Um, yep. So it was good fun. I, I spent the majority of my time on the onion station, Ooh. making sure that I, I got a proper caramelization yes. on the onions. Good man. Um, good fun. Good. seriously it was good fun uh, i mean i did come home smelling of onions which fran wasn't particularly enthused about but yeah i managed to sneak off for 20 minutes to to get a cut uh and very glad that that happened because nice. um, otherwise i would have had a very shaggy hair yeah, yeah. Uh, i have i have decided to continue growing the beard so nice, we'll, we'll see how long honestly it I, i'm loving it I'm i mean last it. lockdown it got really long i don't know if, <laughs> i don't know if we'll get to that point but I've I've got past the threshold where it's annoying me and and now it's fine. Um, so that, that's that's your your update on on here, both on, on chin and on head. <laughs> um, yeah, generally speaking, pretty pretty chipper. Um, obviously, would have liked to have come to Auckland this weekend. I think the nice thing is that it was sort of purely a social trip. Yeah. Uh, I said to you that it was a little bit annoying because twenty four hours before. 
I hadn't planned that much. It was sort of just you and me. Mm. Uh, and I think I had, you know, planned to come to one of your rehearsals, but in the 24 hours before we went into lockdown, I, I really made the most of the time to, to be like, Oh, do you want to meet? Do you want to meet? Oh, so the, no. the days had actually got quite busy, which is again, fine. No, yeah. Nothing super important. Yeah. Um, obviously disappointed to not be there. Uh, I will come up at another point, whether it's in a month or three months. Um, yeah, just surface surface level frustration there. Uh, I feel like I just didn't didn't I wasn't that surprised. I mm. didn't really react that large. I think I walked to mum and dad's. I was dropping something off, and dad was like, "Oh, are you up with the play?" As he always tries to like <laughs> underplay stuff. The play? <laughs> and I said, "No, no, I am not." Uh, and then I think as as soon as I saw that there was a community case, I was like, "Well, we'll." probably yep. be going to level four and I, I sort of assessed the situation and i was like well i wasn't really meant to be working for the next few days anyway so and then had different waves of oh actually i wasn't in this location when i was in lockdown last time that's new oh mm. i wasn't with fran last time lockdown oh that's new mm. oh i wasn't working last time there was a lockdown that's new oh i wasn't sort of running a business last time in lockdown that's new <laughs> so there were sort of waves yeah, of, yeah, yeah. of realization and yeah, this is very different, obviously, not living with mum and dad, so have to think about rent and not getting income and wage subsidy and that kind of stuff. Um, obviously, it's it's nice to spend time at home with, with Fran, and the last couple of days have, have been pretty enjoyable, just chilling out today <laughs> in particular in Wellington. is really nice and sunny, so it's been nice. a nice, nice relaxing day. And yeah, yesterday I just didn't do anything, I don't want to say productive, but no, I didn't try and do any creative projecty mm. stuff. I just mm. said, you should have been at work today, so just don't really do anything. And I just sort of read my book, started a, uh, a jigsaw puzzle that I wanted <gasps> to start for a while yes. of the London Underground map. Oh, Proving yes, I remember. Hard. Yeah, you pulled that out when we uh, when I was down there, didn't you? Yeah, I haven't, yeah. Got, I haven't made the whole border yet because some of the border pieces are just all white and lots oh. of them are really similar shapes. Uh, I'm not a experienced jigsaw puzzler, so I don't know if that's normal or not, but there are times where I'm, these are both white pieces. They both exactly the same. How am I meant to know which is the right one? But yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll update yep. you next week and how that's going. Um, yeah. What else have I got going? Um, just, yeah, just got a couple of new books, um, managed to, to get, uh, the Lord of the Rings books uh off my parents so i've got those to look forward to at, at some stage uh hamish dropped off uh my Yu-Gi-Oh card deck which he looks after before lockdown started so you know it's all pretty happy also hamish <laughs> dropped off a whole beetroot wellington Ooh. as in beef wellington but yeah, beetroot beef wellington. wellington that Ooh. was lafare's wellington on a plate dish because <gasps> he had to go into work on tuesday night and yeah. try and you know salvage all the food yeah and this beat wellington to give you an idea probably 50 centimeters long what with the sort of depth and width so it probably would have been about 10 to 15 portions yeah and they had three of those left over so he brought one one to me so oh my gosh managed to get a a few things uh uh, sorted in place but yeah man for the most part i'm just trying to take some time to read a book do some creative Mm. stuff here and there which you know just Went for for a, a couple of walks. Um, the one thing I will say about the beard is, went for a walk this morning and had a mask on. I was like, actually, having a beard makes this way way worse. Oh, I it think does. that and glasses are the two things that just yep. not a lot of, not a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, for the most part, pretty good. 
I reckon I just said to you before we started recording, I think we've got at least a couple of weeks. So I'm not trying to think too much about, you know, when will we come out of it? You know, can I start planning stuff for September? I'm just sort of trying to just, I don't say enjoy it, but it is a very different experience from the last lockdown with life situation. So yeah, just trying to settle, settle into things and, and try and keep some bits of routine where appropriate, like, like this here, this here with you. <laughs> exactly, man. Ah, and, that, and that's just it. That, this is something that's not going to falter because of it. Um, We've got robust systems in place. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I was going to say one thing, of course, that's changed for me is um, not being able to have rehearsals for yeah, uh, devising a, a show. Um, we're five weeks out from opening. Uh, and yeah, we were obviously meant to rehearse over the next, you know, next week. Uh, next weekend, we're meant to be going away to Tauranga for our like rock star retreat where we like, you know, get away from the city and break everything down. Um, but yeah, just going to have to keep an eye out for that. I think that's the one thing where if time goes on, that's where I'm going to really start getting anxious and nervous about. Yeah. Um, as I know the others are feeling that as well, because yeah, we're trying to make a show. We haven't got our show yet. And if we are in lockdown for a few weeks and that's a few weeks of in room, you know, generating material that we can't do. Um, so yeah, it it might be that we might just have to change our game plan in the sense of, you know, actually doing a lot of like writing tasks and script work instead. Um, so yeah, that's something in my, in my, in the background of my mind as well as, as we continue going on, but I will continue to do my homework, uh, with everything, but yeah, Yeah, see, see what you can, I mean, this is my creative, creative pitch that you can add or, or chuck away, but use it use it i mean you the show is based around an apocalypse if you <laughs> yes. can't rehearse together maybe you just have to go all right well is the back half of the story something where the two people aren't in the same space or, mm. you know mm. devising is all about taking what you you have and, and running with it obviously you would rather have had the rehearsal plan that you had but yeah. knowing you guys and the creative bunch that you are you'll find a way to make it make it work it's not like you're you have a set show and a script that you're trying to rehearse and there's nothing to tinker with. In some ways, the freedom of the show may well make things more doable than if it was not a devised piece. Mm. So true. That's so true. That's a good point, actually. Yeah, there was part of me that was going, I might start doing like little like video diaries kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and see how that feels. But no, you're very right. I mean, our show was about two people being stuck in a bunker. I mean, yeah, uh, you and me are both living that right now. So yeah, <laughs> we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But no, I, 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 it'll be fine in the long run for sure. Yeah, you guys will be all good. Yeah. Um, well, hey, I do have a question for you. Yes. I have a question. Completely different to my one last week. Oh, so different. It couldn't be. <laughs> well, actually, actually, maybe it's not that different. You could draw some parallels. Um, my question today is a food-based question. Oh, nice. We haven't had one for a while. No. And it's motivated by something that happened a couple of weeks ago that I don't actually think I talked about on the show. Um, my question for you is what is your favorite kind of apple? Ooh. Oh. And I'll say nothing more until you've given your answer. I won't. I won't give anything away or tell you my opinion. What's your favorite yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. apple? I um, I mean, 
I don't have to be brand spe- specific, right? I just can I describe? Uh, no, the brand is what I'm interested in. Uh, and if you aren't someone that is super picky based on brand, that's a completely fine answer as well. But okay, bra- I, brand is where the driving point of this question is. Okay, interesting. I yeah. So mm, like, I don't I need think, you to tell me that you don't like a fluffy, flowery apple. I mean, I I trust that you're a sensible person and not some oh, sort of monster. You know? No, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. No, I I originally was uh, straight away like the kind of apple that I truly like is a solid green. Um. So what 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 what's that like a Granny, that Smith. A gra- Granny Smith? Yeah, mm-hmm. a Granny. Uh, that's that's exactly what I was gonna say. A good Granny Smith apple. You know, it's kind of it's got a it's got a crisp bite to it. It's almost sour, sour very initially. Tart. Yeah, very tart. That's that's the, that's what I was looking for. Tart. Um, so yeah, I'd probably go with a Granny Smith then if that's that's what your instinct was on a crispy green apple, then that is that would that is my apple. Cool. Um, I really like a Granny Smith too. Mm-hmm. If you'd asked me this question three weeks ago, that would have been my answer. I like a more tart apple than a sweet yep. apple. Mm. Uh, the reason I asked this is because a couple of weeks, maybe three weekends ago, we had a uh, a sort of a variety show of sorts organised by a mutual friend of ours, Connor. Um, <laughs> And for this variety show, I decided with uh, my friend Tom that rather than perform, we would try and do something slightly more TED talky. And I just, <laughs> I said to Tom, let's do something about food. And I was like, oh, what can we do? What can we do? And I said to him, why don't we do like a, a wine tasting equivalent with apples, with apples and try and determine the best apple? Yo. So I went to Schaefer's New World and bought, I think, 10 maybe nine it, every available apple that they had at Shaver's mm-hmm. new world uh which looking at my list now was was nine different kinds of apples quite expensive as well they're about a dollar each i know Shaver's new world i would never buy fruit or veg from there normally uh support your local markets um but yeah so i went to Shaver's, got nine different apples and tom and i blind taste tested them uh the performance itself wasn't that well received uh there had been a byo beforehand and i think people were more interested in seeing strip teasers and dance performances of which there were some some great performances um but we thought that our our little test was very very informative nice. so we both blind taste tested them mm-hmm. gave them a score out of 10 and from there we we gave them a total and I just wanted to share some of the results with you. Brilliant, yes. So I like an apple that's more down the tart end, like yep. you. Granny Smith mm-hmm. is kind of the classic. People typically also think of it as a Braeburn apple as being quite tart. Mm-hmm. Um, down the sweeter end, you sort of have those, I want to say, like primary school, more like yeah, yeah, fluffy yeah. type. Your yep. Royal Galas, yep. your Red Deliciouses. Red Delicious? Red Delishai? Anyway, uh, but we blind taste tested them. And the top three apples uh, were in third place, a jazz apple. Highly recommend for you. Okay. They're they're red, but they're small and they're just tart. Not as tart as a Granny Smith, but they're on the tart sphere of things. Uh, You said they're smaller in size, are they? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think I know the ones. Yeah. New Zealand jazz. Uh, In second place was the lemonade apple. They're yellow. Some oh, people no. find them off-putting because you think apple, red or green. Lemonade yep. apple, also very good. I'd say, you know, also down the more tart end of things. Yeah. All of these high-scoring apples, you know, crisp bite, uh, not at all <laughs> fluffy. Um, just generally satisfying. And then the number one apple was actually the New Zealand rose. 
which is way down the other end of the spectrum. They're very yeah. big, and you kind of look at them, and because they're big and quite pink, they look like they're going to be fluffy and flowery. But hey, man, it was blind tested. I gave it an eight point five. Tom gave it an eight. Um, so those are my three Apple recommendations, purely based off Tom and my specific thoughts. Nice. Uh, really quickly, I'll go over the the <laughs> the least successful yes, apples, yes, yes. which were strangely enough the Brayburn, which I thought I really liked. Good tartness, but terrible texture. Super flowery, not enjoyable to eat mm. at all. Uh, also down the bottom is Royal Gala, which has the purple yummy sticker. Brayburn oh, has yes. the light blue yummy sticker. Royal yep. Gala purple with yeah, like orange writing. Maybe the most iconic of the yummy sticker colors. Uh, don't bother. It's just so boring <laughs> and like sweet, but not in a good way. Uh, and then also ranking uh, very poorly was looking across my paper here, both Red Delicious and strangely the Ambrosia Apple, which I thought was based on its fancy name and the fact that I'd never had one before I thought would be something that I liked more. But Yeah, I love Ambrosia. Not the apple, yeah. but I love the Ambrosia. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I just thought I'd see where you. Uh, based on your answer, it seems like you're not that specific. You know, you like a Granny Smith, but yeah, you know, but you I'm, don't necessarily know your your your. I don't your know Red no. Delicious from yeah. your Royal Gala from your Brayburn. No. no, I'm not a I'm not an apple connoisseur. Uh, right, but some yes. people were super super passionate about it. Oh yeah, oh I can understand that. I mean, if you've had a bad apple and you don't want that apple again, then you you know. But yeah. for me, I know I've had bad apples, but if I went into a supermarket, I couldn't stand there and be like, um, uh, it, it was uh, it was that one I don't like. I, but that's I wouldn't the thing. Know. That's why we wanted to do this, because whoever goes into a supermarket, buys them all, tests what they like, and then says, <laughs> cool, from now on, you know, yeah. no one's ever doing that. So I wanted to come on here, share the good word, that if you, <laughs> if you are apple agnostic, you don't quite know what you're interested in, I'm out here to suggest again, purely based on Tom and my, but but we don't know if Tom and I have similar Apple opinions. We didn't discuss that beforehand. Based on our blind taste testing, the three you want to get involved with are the Jazz Apple, the New Zealand Rose Apple, and the Lemonade Apple. And that's uh, that's what I wanted to achieve with the question time today. Nice, nice. That's a very good TED talk, bro. Thanks, man. I'll show you the little page that I have here. <laughs> yeah, I saw this will, when you pulled will, it up. Will not help. Anyone oh, I see you used to have all stickers. the yummy stickers and oh, look at that. Uh, and the scores as well. Uh, <laughs> Fran was was very good and and facilitated being sort of our helper, and she actually got the the short end of the stick because Tom and I had our blindfolds on, we're eating apples, and she was having to deal with the the heckling. <laughs> she reported afterwards that there were a number of people uh, saying that it was boring and that we needed to move on, but we got through we got through all nine apples. Nice, good. I'm glad you persevered through the drunkenness. She did, she did persevere. Uh, we also hadn't had much to drink at the BYO, so we were very much down the, yeah. the sober end. We of, are sober the line, and doing this. We didn't necessarily, didn't necessarily help. But catch question time this week. If if you want a more in depth uh, Apple diagnosis from me, my score, Tom's score, how they evened out, uh, please, please do. Uh, right into the show I should also say that I gave a Granny Smith an 8 and Tom gave it a 4 so that's you know why uh, I see you know, yeah. they are uh, you know some people love them some people hate yeah. them but the other yeah. three good across the board um, let's move on <laughs> seeing as we're in lockdown yes plenty of time for shall we say 
uh, laptops, uh, screens, TVs. Uh, what have you been watching, man? Whether it's the last few days, whether it was before we went into lockdown, what have what have you got to report from your leisure time? Yeah, look, uh, tracking along with Love Island. Uh, completely got up to. to date. Yep, completely up to date with that. Uh, still my great big guilty pleasure. So absolutely loving it, um, and hating it at the same time. But 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 loving it because I'm hating it. But hey, anyway. Uh, I'm also, um, I think I may have talked about it on a very early episode of the podcast. I can't quite remember myself, um, but it's up to their third season, so I probably have talked about it. Um, Explained on Netflix. Uh, you've heard of a show called Explained? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's on to its third season. Um, and so, yeah, I've started trucking through those now. So the first, uh, first four episodes are Sugar. Royal families, flags, and dogs. Mm. Um, very good. Very quickly, if you haven't seen Explained or you don't know what's going on with Explained, Explained is basically just a short series and it just deep dives into a topic of something and where it came, how it came about, and you know they interview all of these professionals in the field and 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 stuff like that. Sometimes they get celebrities to do the voiceover and the narration um, of the whole entire piece. Um, I think it's is it is it Vox? Vo- uh, oh, I yeah, can't quite it is I know Vox, what you mean isn't by it? Vox. Well, I don't know if it is them, but is I, it, I know who Vox uh, is. Yeah, uh, uh, if you've if you've ever kind of like you know blown through Facebook videos and things like that, they they do a, a lot of you know uh, information. I guess you know their own TED talks. I guess yeah, <laughs> about stuff. Yeah. Um, and yeah, explained is just a kind of yeah. Uh, Netflix friendly show about that um, and yeah I gotta say man I love it I, I've watched it every episode um, and they're fascinating I really found the um, the episode of Royal Families um, really interesting um, like you watch the show and you're like oh yeah I knew that I knew that and then they'll say something you're like wow I never thought about that before and about flags as well you know the origin of flags and what a flag represents and you know through all of these um you know social change and flags that are popping up and you know what that means to a nation and to a people and to culture it was very fascinating so yep explained um very very, highly recommend um the next episode i'm about to watch is the end of oil uh which is very topical in the sense of climate change um so yeah very very great very great show explained um but it, but the other thing that it's it's not a matter of what are you watching uh it's been a matter of what are you playing mm. um as i've talked about before and people may know i love my video games um and i'm very thankful that my partner morgan also loves video games uh so it's actually been quite nice, you know, uh, lockdown, and when I'm alone here at home, I, I will play a video game. It's actually been really nice to be able to play a video game with a partner and, you know, really sink our teeth into it. So um, we just finished, well, we started a few weeks ago, but we just finished playing a game called It Takes Two. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, if you haven't heard about it before, haven't seen it, go watch the trailer. Um, I recommend it for like best friends to play together or like partners. Um, or if you're going through a divorce, uh, if you're going through a divorce, uh, play, it takes two, you might learn a thing or two about each other, (laughs) but it's basically, it's basically a game about a, a divorce couple. Um, and they have a child and yeah, they're, you know, 
they're about to have a divorce and all that and the kid um basically doesn't want it to happen and somehow some sort of magical spell uh turns the parents into little dolls uh little toys um and it's up to the parents to make their way through the home and work together uh to rebuild their relationship um for the sake of themselves and the sake of their child so playing it as a couple is very like sweet and and sad at the same time but honestly gameplay wise it's it's the best co-op game i've ever played um because it really is all about communication and working together you have different traits and and you know abilities that you can do and it is problem solving but you're problem solving with another person and it was so much fun the storyline was so cool um so yeah if you're a, if you if you like your video games um and you have someone you can play with and really interested and you wanted to i recommend it it takes two amazing 10 out of 10 like i, I really loved it as a game um and then with the same company that created it takes two a few years ago created a game called um a way out um about two people escaping prison and same concept you're both two different characters and you have to work together um to problem solve and get through the story and things like that so yeah we've um we've been playing video games which has been really cool i i think i said to her i was you know i want to try and find more two-player video games that we can play together over lockdown to keep us both I don't know, cognitively motivated and thinking and, you know, t- doing something together, which is really nice. You know, you can watch a show and stuff, but I think for us both being avid gamers, it's nice to um, play a game with someone else, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's that old school friend coming over, you're just jamming some games. So because we're in this kind of sphere of the realm that we're in, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. So what are you watching? But also a bit of what are you playing? So very fulfilled, to be honest. <laughs> yeah i rate that it's nice to know that game makers are coming up with things other than single person shooter and team sports because to be Um, honest as someone that doesn't game that much we know this from from the show and past episodes that's mostly what i i think of gaming as as mm, being mm. um things like world um i can't think of the name Cod, Call of Duty. Cod, Call of Duty. I yep. understand games uh, and FIFA. Like that's it for yep. me. So, so to hear, you know, games that are very specific to two people when you're having mm. to work together more than simply, oh, we're both essentially playing single person shooters, but we're on the same team. But we're on the same team. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. That I really, I really rate that. That would be the kind of thing that would get me into gaming. Or you know, you know so many new games coming out. If you're looking to mm. buy something new, that's different. That yeah. is, is great, especially for the two of you to see how you work together in in a different game. It's like if, you know, you went to a games night and had to play Monopoly together. You know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah, you in a certain way. Exactly. Um, it's interesting that you've, you you bring up what are you gaming this week because my what are you watching? I mean, there's been a few other things. Still watching Mr. Corman. Nice. Uh, still watching i just finished lord of the rings extended edition last night well done well done um, which you, you know what i think because last week we just watched fellowship i think fellowship has the most interesting extended stuff to it I yeah like it had a lot towers, cut out eh? felt like two towers didn't have that much cut out mm. especially the last hour hour and a half helms deep got pretty much untouched uh other than what happens with the the ents and the yep. orcs at the end um and then return of the king i felt like lots of the extended stuff wasn't that important like 
random minute of Eowyn and Faramir kind of seeing each other to try and pigeonhole that into the plot. Uh, I still really enjoyed them. I would still probably choose to watch them over the traditional theatrical cut. Mm. Uh, but but I thought Fellowship of the Ring had the most value in the extended edition. Um, so as a, as a whole, as a you know you as a as a watcher, you think from an editing point of view they made the right decisions to come to the movies that they did yeah yeah for the yeah. most part yeah. i mean there was a point where i think gimli aragorn and legolas have gone to uh the demold road to summon the the army of the dead and it was like 20 seconds of the same gag of gimli like using his breath to sort of blow away the dead people and just went on a bit too long and i was like yeah, yeah that's an easy cut we didn't need that i think they did i think they did a pretty pretty good job but to be honest for the most part man do those do those films stack up mm. 20 plus years later mm. uh i did did have a little cry at the end when hey. when when they leave when when bilbo and gandalf and the elves leave to go to to valinor that all it always gets me i don't know what it is about it uh when the Rohirrim charge Pelennor Fields. The horns tingles every horns, time. I just, yeah. Such inc- incredible films. And to be honest, other than a tiny few bits of green screen that Fran noticed and a few moments where it's a long shot of Sam or Frodo uh, kind of running where, yep. the, where the CGI is not quite that good uh, for the most part, yep. it just really, really stacks up. Uh, so uh, this is my long, my long way of coming around. So having watched Lord of the Rings, yep. uh, I'm very much in in the weeds with it now. And it reminded me that, strangely enough, two of the games that I really remember from my childhood, aside from Star Wars Battlefront 2, which mm-hmm. I had on PC and loved, two games that I really remember playing were Fellowship of the Ring PC game and the Return of the King PC game. Now, Return yeah. of the King PC game was very much beloved by a lot of people um the fellowship of the ring game less so i think it would have been you know at least five years earlier the graphics are terrible but what i loved and i didn't realize people did which i'm sure you would know is people play those games and upload them to youtube so Mm. yesterday i was sitting and watching someone play the fellowship of the ring game (laughs) brilliant such nostalgia from these the random fellowship cut cutscenes that happen uh the varying sort of levels and checkpoints and stages yeah and it's funny how condensed the game is like it's only two and a half hours whereas mm. it probably took me a year to complete and it's also weird because there are elements of that game that cover areas of the extended Lord of the rings uh novels that didn't make it into the film like uh, tom bombadil is in the game it's funny where you can go back and watch such a a low res kind of what now seems like crappy game and actually there are bits of the story that they were more accurate to than, yeah. than the film so that gave me a lot of joy yesterday i probably sat and watched that and return of the king for an hour and was was reminded of having to do these these bits of the game and i, I just you know you having spoken about watching people play games whether yeah. it's on on you know live online for, uh, platforms or sort of youtube where it's not live mm. i really got it yesterday because i went Yo. back Part of me had gone like, oh, I wonder if I can buy the Fellowship of the Ring game. Or like, I wonder if I can download it to my laptop. 
I thought, why don't you actually just go on YouTube and watch someone else play it, get that nostalgia. I'd still like to like to play them, but that's yeah. a you know yeah. that's a different adventure versus just getting that 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 hit of, of memory. So that oh. was my what are you, my what are you watching? If you nice. ever played Fellowship of the Ring or Return of the King on PC, both of those games are played through in their entirety on uh, on YouTube. Go back and and just watch some bits and pieces because so good for the soul, man. Be yeah, reminded man. of of that gameplay, but Fellowship particularly because I know it was less played and because some of the graphics are just so clunky that there's a very specific uh, memory of, of playing some of some of those levels. Did you either play either of those games? I think I, I did. Like I have a, I have a memory in my, my, my brain from playing them. Like I, when I, when I think of playing those games, the same memories of playing the Harry Potter games come up in my head as well. Cause they were all kind of around, same time same resolution and graphics kind of you know gameplay kind of thing um so yeah i think i did but i honestly can't i couldn't tell you which one or when i did um so hopefully i'm not just creating my own memory but i'm I'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure i did play them at one point um but that's so cool it's funny how you know we've had this conversation before about watching people play games right but that's exactly the reason why you know nostalgia something you want to catch up with again uh, i will quite often play if i enjoy a game but i don't feel like playing that game then i will watch someone else play it and i feel yeah. satisfied from them playing it i'm like oh good i don't need to play it right now <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but it that's interesting cool. i listened to elijah wood doing an interview i think it was his hot ones interview which he's just done because he's oh, about yeah, to have I haven't a movie watched coming that. out yeah. uh, it's a ted bundy movie and he's quite a big gamer and he actually has his own gaming company have he, hmm. he's developed games right. uh and sean the interviewer is asking him about the game experience versus the film experience i thought elijah who by the way i didn't realize quite how intelligent and eloquent well, and thoughtful yeah, he's yeah. so well spoken mm. it's just fa- one of those guys that's fascinating fascinating to hear speak uh he was talking about the difference between video games and films as being an active and an inactive experience and how uh, sort of thriller horror video games are often scarier than films because you make choices that yeah. then lead to bad stuff happening and i'd mm. never really considered that before so uh another thing to watch if you're a hot ones fan the elijah the elijah wood interview <laughs> is really 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 good um i think we have time do we yeah, have do time oh, we do have it, time bro. if you want we have to time. Do it. Okay. let's do it so i've been teasing for a few weeks to matt uh that i have a new game a new segment for us to do we've kind of run over time in the past few episodes uh, but this week we aren't doing a topic episode uh we we i mean we, we could say it now we were we were gonna do an episode we were on going, relationships right? yeah um yeah. But we really we were looking forward to doing that in person, I mm. think. And mm. with everything that happened over the last week, we we just decided, you know, we'll just do a weekly brew this week, and we'll see what happens. So Hard. we feel like we can do a slightly more extended uh, episode this week. Perhaps we should have flagged that at the start. But you know what? We're not well, going to go back and edit. We're here it. now, so we're here now. So <laughs> everyone can can reap the rewards of of my new segment, which Matt knows nothing about. No, all he knows is that I've asked him to keep. Uh, specifically Facebook Messenger open. Uh, yes. The reason I want that open is because I want you to have the search function available. Are you familiar with the search function? Yes, search Messenger. Cool. cool. So this is a game that I'm calling 10 to 2, as in the numbers. <laughs> yep. Don't ask me how this came up. Okay. I, I, don't, I don't know where it came from. I think it came from, again, 
where we where we borrow from them, I like to mention it, the, the Hamish and Andy podcast, which I'm a big fan of. And they uh, have yes. this Remembering Project podcast where they go back and listen to past uh, episodes and they try and remember what happened. Something similar in the sense that I was interested in, you know, our friendship and what's happened in the past and mm-hmm. how well do we remember mm-hmm. things. And, and I don't know what happened specifically that led to this, but one day I was looking through our past conversations, right? Yeah. And so this has led me to the game of 10 to 2, wherein the aim of the game is to make decisions around our past conversations on Facebook. So, you know, if you search in conversation for a word, you know, it might be like today, for example, uh, I was looking for a, uh, I think it was like a club card that Fran had sent me on Messenger. So I said the word put the word club in to find it to find the image that i wanted you know that's typically why people use the search function Mm. and i was thinking about that as a memory point to old conversations that we have and so the way the game will work is you will be in this instance player a and i'll be player b okay your goal is to pick a word that has been in our conversation two to ten times in the history of our friendship on facebook so if you search the word the, I'm guessing there's going to be at least 100. Too much. If you're too specific and there's only one or zero version, you know, occurrences of yeah. that word, let's say, I don't know, I don't think I've ever written supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, <laughs> you would also, that would also not be successful. So the first point of the game is for you to try and think of a word that we would have used collectively two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, or 10 times in the chat. And then if you get it right, if you can pick one and we'll go back and forth. Yeah. When you're successful, you get a point. We need to figure out the scoring later on and how many games we play per segment. But (laughs) when you get a point, you then have an opportunity to score more points. So say, for example, you pick the word pillow. Pillow's been in there seven times. Cool. You get a point. I will then pick one of the seven occurrences in the chat Mm -hmm. and it's your job based on me reading the message where that word is to guess what year it happened. And if you do, you get a point. Yep. And if you can guess what month it happened, you get an extra three points. I like this. Okay. okay, are you ready? Uh, this is the beta test, so I don't this know how we'll beta go back test. and first. I'm, I'm okay. happy for you to just play this week, but let's see what happens. So I've got my search and conversation going. Search and conversation, yep. Your initial goal is to pick a word that you think we've mentioned in the chat two to ten times over the mm, six or so years that we've known each other. Two to ten times. So, so it has to be. It has to be something that, and I'll, I'll tell you. I, I've searched one word to see if this worked. Yeah. And my, I'm going to give it to you as an example. So yep. sorry if this yep. is maybe the word. That's you're okay. Use. The word that I thought was Kelvin. Because oh, we both lived in Kelvin. And in my head, I was like, that we will have definitely mentioned that. Will it be more than 10? Maybe, but maybe 10 is quite high. Yeah. So I'd encourage you to think down the lines of words that maybe we we would use rather than just picking out our, you know, maybe location words or activities that we just, just yeah. to help you out here in the okay. early weeks. Well, okay. It is an activity, but I'm going to say it because I don't think, I think you would bring it up higher than what I would. I'm going to say, I'm going to say run, run, 
Yeah. Singular. R U N. R U N. Cool. Cool. I'll put it in and we'll see how many there are. Run. Oh, oh Novus. Oh, no. We're, no. 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 35 no. results. No. No. Far too many. Too, Far too many. You are running too many times. <laughs> Alrighty. You we'll just keep going. We'll get you into the flow of flow of things. Have you got um, an, another we'll say I'll give you three goes. Yeah, I'm gonna say uh oh no, you go no, you do that all the time. And don't um, you I'm gonna say you're not allowed to look it up, so I have to break the news to you. Because if oh, you okay. look it up, you uh, might see the yeah. conversation, you know? Um good two to ten good test of our, our friendship what do we have in common what do we talk about a lot oh I feel like it could be more than ten I'm gonna say nah it'll be more than ten but I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Shakespeare Shakespeare yeah. I think that's a pretty good guess. Let's have a look. Shakespeare has brought up a grand total of circle, blue circle. I also think if you'd said running before, you probably would have would have got uh, it. But run will probably run, pick up longer running. versions of the word, I imagine. Yep. All right, we're loading the old... Uh, Oh, I've realised because I have to. I have to go out it's searching for Shakespeare within. Oh, all within of them. run. Oh, within run. As we say, it's you know it's the first time we've played this, so give us, <laughs> give us some grace. Shakespeare has come up nineteen times. Dang it! And you Gosh. know what's done you in, man? What? We did an episode on Shakespeare. Yeah, we if did. If not do for an that, episode. if not for that, I think you would have been fine. <sighs> True. That's all right. We, we, I believe in you for this last yeah. one. Okay, 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 okay. I, I think try and think of things that you would think we have barely ever talked about. Because chances are, like, as an example, Oriental. If we've ever talked about Oriental Bay, if we've ever yeah. run, or, like, you know, if it's been there once, it's probably been there twice. But I think the hard part of this game is going to be on the top end of us going too many. Even maybe just a specific memory of where yep. we were on a single day or something. I've got one. Okay, uh, good. Um, Carlucci Land. You want both words? Is it? Oh, okay, well then, Carlucci. I mean, you can do Carlucci Land if you want to specify. Is, it two it d- la- is that two words? Carlucci Land. Um, or is it one word? I think it's... I, th- I don't know. I will leave it up to you. Do you want Carlucci? Do you want Carlucci Land do, singular or Carlucci, do Carlucci Land two words? Do Carlucci because I mean Carlucci Land will come up anyway. For those people that don't know, Carlucci Land is a mini golf place in Wellington. All right, Carlucci, it's loading. I want it for you. I want you to get that point. It's not more than ten, surely. How many times have we been there? Two, three times. The best mini golf place in Wellington. Oh, it's loading. I don't know if the uh, the Wi-Fi is letting me down or, or Zuckerberg's letting me down. I'm going to go back out. I'm going to search in. And if it doesn't come up... Uh, it depends on how you've spelt it the other time. Yeah, <laughs> that's it, isn't it? A game reliant on uh, 
on Wi-Fi. Maybe, <laughs> maybe not so great. <laughs> yeah. Don't know why it's... <gasps> oh, is devastating. It what, is it 11? It's only been in the chat once. What? Yeah. Yeah. Devastating. So I'm not going to give you a point for it, but That's I will give enough. you a chance. I will give you a chance to salvage points from this. <sighs> and this will, just be, this will just be a this week thing. It's horrible. It's been in the chat once. Yep. I'm going to read, because we can practice the uh, the second version of the game if you had got, got it right on 2 to 10. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read the only version of it out for you. You could guess the year. And then if you get the guess the year right, then I give you a chance for the month. Okay. So the message reads, cannot wait, with wait in capitals. This is me sending it, by the way. Yep. Cannot wait for Carlucci Land with the guys. No exclamations. That, yeah. Just that... cannot wait for Carlucci Land with the guys. What year do you think I would have oh, sent it? Gosh, that's either, the, that's either when you came back. Oh, wait, which was last year? Yeah, 2020. Is that your final answer? Yeah, final answer. Because it was either when you came back or when... Okay, sorry. 2019. No, what? Yeah, it was following when I said when I was coming back. In, uh, in September 2019, when I told you I was coming back and you said... Oh. And I said, cannot wait for college to land with the guys. So it was more of a long-term planning So we thing. didn't actually talk about it when, we, when it got to the time. Yeah. Oh. I bet you if you put mini golf in, then that's that's. Well, you can save that for next time. I'm uh, not going to put it in. I'm a terrible uh, friend. That's okay. That's okay. I'll, <laughs> I I won't give myself three goes, but let let me have one go. Okay. One go for this week. All right. And you do the searching and the conversation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna guess. Uh, I think November will have been there too many times. Mm. Uh, you already searched running. Uh, you already searched run. I'm not going to do running. That's that's, that's a bit boring. <laughs> I'm going to say couch. I think it Ooh. might be a bit high. I mean, we did used to... Well, okay, let's have a look. Oof. So mine doesn't give me a number. It just, oh, it doesn't. It just lists them all, so I have to right. count them. Oh. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Oh. <laughs> all right, no, no point. But you, again, for the for the sake of people getting the game and us learning to to finish it out, pick a message and let's see if I can guess the year or the month. Um. This is peak specific Matt and me uh, content, by the way. But hopefully, things like Carluchland will will make us be able to share things about our our uh, our friendship and uh, maybe some hot tips about what to do in Wellington, that sort of thing. <laughs> okay, uh, I picked one randomly. <clears throat> this is a message from me to you. Okay, okay, that gives me clues. Hey, bro, we are so excited. This is the year. Happy New Year. We are planning and doing and getting ready. We have a question. Do you care what happens to the old fold-out couch of yours? Okay. You say about this is the year, so I'm guessing that that's you talking about 
uh, coming to London. That's my guess. Uh, the old fold-out couch, a great couch handed down from my sister to me that I used to sleep on <laughs> when Matt was living in Kelburn and I would crash there sometimes on Monday nights. True. If you're saying this is the year, my guess is that it must be New Year's Day. So my guess is 2020, and I'm guessing the month is January. You are both correct in both of those answers. <laughs> well but done. No, well played. No well played. No points because it wasn't 10 to 2. Um, True. That's a good point. Uh, but okay. yes. Yeah. How, how I thought 2020 was going to be my year, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 2020 is so long ago. So yeah, in the past. so long ago. So what do you think ago. of the new game, man? I actually really two. like that. I, I think that's a beautiful game you could pull up with friends anytime. I think yeah. that's very, very interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't and know the how whole... it came to me, but mm. just going from being like, oh, I wonder how many times this has been in our chat to then trying to do scoring based on how well you can remember stuff you've sent people, I thought would be fun. Yeah. I like the 10 to 2 concept, which is, yeah, it's, have you ever watched that? Um, What's that game? Um, It's a game show. And the whole point of view is to get an answer that absolutely no one in the general pub general public has thought of. Oh, I can't remember what it's called, but they survey a hundred people, and the people in the game show have to think of an answer that no one in that survey would have guessed. Um, oh, pointless! Oh, that's what I think it's called. Pointless. Um, great, te- great, great, great game show concept. Uh, I, I very outside of the box. I, 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 yeah. So it's basically like the opposite of, um, oh, what's that? What's that classic show that Steve Harvey hosts? Oh, Family Feud. Yeah, yeah. Because they want to guess. Oh, yeah, they you want to get as that, many. That, yeah, this yeah. is you want to guess as less. Oh, the, the answer that the least amount of people have said. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. Very good, um, very good. I, I Honestly, great concept. Keep building it keep shoving right. it into people's faces at parties because i think that's cool <laughs> well let's see what we can do and, and on on weeks on the weekly brew where we have an extra five minutes we can maybe just it's one person's turn we'll try streamline and streamline nice. a little bit and you know bit of friendly now that now that brew led is uh it's not a rivalry between us we're trying to work <laughs> together we True. don't do the quizzes anymore maybe this is the new thing we can yeah. figure out a sort of an end of the year point system and whoever comes out on top maybe gets some sort of something we'll keep working on I it. like that I yeah. like that yeah nice. you know, keep some competitive balance going on the, on oh, the show definitely can't definitely. be all warm, warm fuzzies um, <laughs> yeah. but we've definitely run over tell we me have. you were so positive at the start what are your final thoughts on your beer and what I, is your rating I've loved this I've loved mm-hmm. it that I've I've, I've uh, it's a 440 can I must say I've had it very far I've drunk it very fast um, so I'm going to feel it for the rest of the afternoon. Um, honestly, I've yeah, I've I've really enjoyed this. It's yeah, hazy IPA. It's not the double IPA, so it's not hoppy hoppy. But the hazy comes in just enough. Fruity notes are definitely there. Really easy to drink and really delicious. Uh, I have to put it high. I really do. Just on the basis of last week uh, and what that did. Other uh, hazies. Gosh, I'm gonna I, I'm I'm gonna have to put it a. Hold on. <laughs> Final thoughts. I really I really like this. I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna do it. I'm my gut. I'm gonna give it a nine. 
A nine. I really like this. It's not too much. It's not too little. The notes you want come across. It's not invasive. This is a very good beer. It's high scoring. Mm. Good. It's good to know. Don't be afraid of a high score. If it's great, it's great. Yeah, it's good. Um, my bitterbitch. Now, this is hard because I've loved it for a long time. I think mm. there are beers that I like more now, but this definitely has a nostalgia effect for me. I think it's also really hard to rate against something like a sour or a hazy because for it sure. is fundamental. You know, IPAs don't have sweetness in the same yep. way that hazies do and some sours do. You know, it's more of a traditional beer. Mm. Um, I'm trying to sort of rate it on its own merits, if that makes sense, rather yep. than comparing it to probably like the beer you have just had something that you know fruity and fresh and mm, mm. i honestly still think the bitter bitch stacks up i think there's a reason why before the hazies came out it was you know parrot dogs oh number one number one so i'm gonna give it a a high score i'll say if you're someone that's a hazy person or you know doesn't like it's not a bitter beer even though it's called bitter bitch but it doesn't have sweetness it doesn't have sourness uh, in the same way that some pale ales do that I don't enjoy. I do enjoy the flavour profile of this. I am going to give it a solid, I think, a, a fair 8. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to give it an 8.5. Nice, bro. That's nice. It's a good a respectable point, score a point for a bit of it. one above the Garage Project Happy Days, which I think are probably in a similar boat of beers I've had before know yep. I like, and it's hard to compare to beers that we're trying for the first time on the show. Yeah, that Happy um, Days, man. Real simple beer, but so good. Mm. Well, um, gutted that I'm not in Auckland. Uh, I know. Obviously, the public uh, health situation is not what we wanted it to be, yep. but glad that we're both making the uh, the most of some, some free time. Yeah, man. Um, and of course, you know, if this thing goes on and on and on, we'll we'll continue to, to pump out uh, podcasts. We may or may not do relationships as the deep dive yeah. next week. We may yeah. do a different topic or we may do no topic at all. We might just keep doing weekly brews. We'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, it's been nice to just do the podcast on a Thursday. You know, our situation may change otherwise, but if there's one constant man, it's it's you and me turning on a microphone and talking some absolute rubbish and hoping that people will listen to it. Speaking of people listening to it, before yes. you leave, you have a few announcements to make. I do, I do, I do have some announcements to make. I just want to say thank you, really, to everyone who tunes into our podcast, whether you're tuning into this one specifically or you're, you're tuning in every single week and you're a devoted listener to us. Um, we just really got to keep on saying thank you. Um, some other little tidbits uh, for, you know, for this podcast and for our viewerships. Obviously, most of you are coming from here in New Zealand, Australia, America, the UK as well. Obviously, we are we are both no people, you know, people in all of these different places. So thank you. You know, same likes as Sweden and France and Belgium and places like that um, where we know a few people. Um, but look, I'm just going to give a quick few shout outs. If you're jumping in here from any of these countries, um, thank you. And also let us know who you are <laughs> and how you're doing um, because and, and how you found us because we just think this is amazing you know for the likes of with you know if you're from south africa italy israel argentina united arab emirates honduras brazil singapore india germany canada spain um hello 
and thank you for being here with us. We just think that's amazing that you guys have found our podcast in, in whatever way. Maybe it was a, a, a pocket dial on the old Spotify and you found us, but nevertheless, thank you. Um, and we also just wanted to give a shout out to our um, newfound uh, friends in Ireland, um, where we've they've absolutely been blitzing through our podcast. Um, hi, um, and how are you? Um, and I'll leave it at that. But yeah, as as me and James always, always say, we um, are so grateful for you guys coming in every week. Um, and yeah, let us know how you're doing. And if you are in New Zealand and you're in your lockdown, um, best of luck. Uh, not that you have to do much apart from stay home and look after yourselves, um, but you will get through this. Don't forget to call your loved ones um, and check in on those people around you in your life because um, they might need you. So that's that's how I will leave it there. But um, thank you, everyone, around the world, because that's a cool thing to say. Yeah, that is cool to say. And, yeah, with the, we don't know if it's one one Irish vigilante or... <laughs> or a, a group, a group, suicide squad, perhaps. But please, um, flick us, flick us a message, especially on Instagram, the Bros and Brews podcast, uh, with the the n being just an n. So the Bros letter n Brews podcast. Uh, flick us a message. Like we'd just love to know, <laughs> love to know who you are, and maybe just confirm that you're not some random bot, because <laughs> that would be the most disappointing outcome. Uh, and yeah, as you said, really well put. Uh, just. Don't put pressure on yourself to be you know, anything other than your your natural state. We don't know how long things are going to go on for. And you know, I thought I thought I'd leave things with something that the uh, the, the lovely Ashley Broom, Bloomfield said today at the one o'clock press conference announcement. He said, uh, "The smallest and largest question you can ask someone is, are you okay?" And uh, you know, if you if you're struggling, feel free to reach out to us on the show or either our, our personal accounts. We're always always happy to have a chat and check in with people. And um, yeah, we'll see what happens in between now and now and next Thursday. Hopefully, positive things. Hopefully, positive. Hopefully positive but things. if it goes the other way, we take that as well. Yeah, take it in our stride. Oh man, another week, another in week. The can another can of not matching beer look forward to next week Uh, all that's left to be said from Matt and myself as we'll see you next time peace